Hello, Probers. Howdy, howdy. Welcome to Buttock was Aliens, the extraterrestrial comedy podcast. Prog- Where we prod. <laughs> <laughs> the extraterrestrial comedy podcast brought to you by two former MIBs. We take it in turns each week to bring you a case of the extraterrestrial and determine using our centuries of wisdom whether or not it was indeed aliens. Easy for you to say. I'm your host for this week's episode, Moonwalker, and opposite me is the delightful Kevin the Grey, who is always slightly tipsy, just off the smell of rum. Uh, I was going to say, I've literally had one sip. To be fair, you could have gone with drunk off the rum. That would be quite usual for you, wouldn't it? So, what are you prodding today? Today's prod takes us to Nippon. Nippon! Also better known as Japan. What? Is it? Well, clearly it is better known as Japan. Who calls it Nippon? It's um, Japanese. Japanese folks Nippon. call Japan Nippon. Not like if you got a Nippon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's really surprising to me. Okay. We venture back to 1803 in Hitachi province. Situated... <laughs> Easy for you to say. Ah. <laughs> oh. Situated on the eastern coast of Japan. A.K.A. Nippon. Toin Shue... Oh, fucking hell. I'm glad already that this is your episode. Toin Shosetsu. Toin who? In Nippon? It's February 22nd, when local fishermen were out minding their damn business, trying to make a living and feed their families. These fishermen were on the Harayadori shore (laughs) when they noticed something fishy in the water. They stopped what they are doing and turned their attention to a strange object slowly drifting towards them. As it got closer and closer, they realised that it was a boat of some kind. Curious, they towed the object back to land. I'm so disappointed that you've said that it was a boat because as soon as you said there was something fishy, I was going to be like, was it a fish? Then I thought, no, I'll wait for you to finish your sentence before I say my hilariously funny comment. Something fishy. Was it a fish? Boom, But now I've completely missed the mark. The boat was 10.8 feet high. Was it a boat-shaped fish? I have no idea what the fuck's going on with me today. The boat was 10.83 foot high and 17.88 wide. The top part of the boat looked to be made from red-coated rosewood, while the bottom part was covered with metal plates, which could be to protect it from sharp-edged rocks. Is that what they do on boats? Back in the day, I would assume, considering boats were made of wood. Did they do that on the Titanic? Didn't hit a rock, hit an iceberg. Even so. Icebergs are hard as fuck. When have you had a fight with one? Ice beats rock. Does it? Have you ever... I'm thinking Pokemon. No. What do you mean no? I mean, also, I was Doesn't just... does rock shatter ice? I was just thinking of a shit version of... Um, rock, paper, scissors. Rochambeau, yeah. You've made, your, you've made up your own game <laughs> where ice, ice is the ultimate weapon. Oh, it's called Jankin. <laughs> fire! No, I use ice! I will freeze the fire! What's worse is I've not had any alcohol and I can't hold it together. What is going on? It's going to be a long episode. 
There were windows of crystal or glass at the top, covered with bars and clogged with tree resin. The windows were transparent, and when the fishermen looked inside, they were shocked to see... A fish! Okay, I've got an image to check out. (laughs) The Lonely Island? (laughs) On a boat! What's he holding in that picture? Nothing, it's just his hand. Oh, he's clicking his fingers, isn't he? So we've got the folks from the Lonely Island and T-Pain in the famous video to I'm on a boat. I'm just rewinding in my mind a little bit. Covered with bars and clogged with tree resin. How the hell did they know that? They must have got real close and examined that shit. I know they towed it back to land, Mm -hmm. but to be sure that it's tree resin, you must really know your shit. They might know this. These were like some genius level fishermen. I'm surprised they didn't, instead of fishing, they just sat on their boats right on the equation and then all the fish dropped in front of them. E equals fish. Wonder how many times I can get the word fish in this episode. That'd be fishy, wouldn't it? That's all I've got. (laughs) The word fishy. (laughs) I go to an open mic night to do a bit of stand up comedy. (laughs) Knock, knock. Fishy. Fishy. Fish. Thank you! Just drop the mic and walk out. <laughs> Inside. Oh, the- I must be in the wrong place. <laughs> boom boom! <laughs> thank you, thank you. Good night. That was so bad. I'm just waiting because as soon as I say it, you're going to have another one. Uh, I'm like a shark on the hunt at this point. Inside the Utsuro Bune, which is Japanese for hollow boat. They found that the inside was covered in some form of text from an unknown language. Did I take a photo? Yes, I know this was like 1803. They could have had a camera. They also found bed sheets, cake and meat. And also a bottle filled with water. But what shocked them more was the discovery of a young woman. Ooh. Said to be around four foot nine. Fairly tall. So taller than Greybeard. Hey. And she was said to look around 18 to 20 years in age. Intriguing. What sort of meat? Beef. (laughs) I mean, I'm assuming... Wasn't fish. Well, that would be fish then, wouldn't it? But I'm assuming they knew because they knew it was tree resin. So I'm guessing they can look at the cake and tell that's a carrot cake. Maybe they did, but they didn't just want to... They just didn't want to put that detail in there. Well, that makes me a little bit suspicious. <laughs> Gravel gets up and walks out with his own episode. She had red hair and red eyebrows. Within the hair was long white extensions, intertwined, possibly made of fur. Allegedly, truthfully, this hairstyle cannot be found in any literature. Her skin is described as a pale pink. Her clothes are described as long and smooth with the fabric unknown to the fisherman. So we've got a pale redhead in a boat. Could this be someone from, like... Space? No. I was going to go for sort of Norse land, Scotland or Ireland are the historically stereotypical places for people with red hair aren't they and paler skin it's got white bits intertwined in them well that could just be little space 
braids. Space dust. Like little bits of fabric. Space dust. Or maybe a whale got to her. You know what whales do. Remember the Oakville blobs? We know what they were, really. Exactly. What do you mean, exactly? (laughs) Yeah, I agree with you. (laughs) I've finished with my episode. I'm so out of sorts. You've got to get this episode coddled together. (laughs) (laughs) The young woman spoke to the fishermen, but they couldn't understand her. So unfortunately, we will never know what she was telling them. And when they tried to speak to her, it would appear that she couldn't understand them either. The young woman was very courteous and friendly, but the fishermen described her as acting oddly, as they say she was clutching onto a small pale box, roughly 24 inches in size, which she wouldn't allow anyone to touch. It didn't matter how kind the fishermen were, she would not give up her box. Ah, <laughs> oh, son. I'm going to ignore that sexual intonation there and query. Maybe she was acting oddly because she didn't eel very well. <laughs> is that a fish? It is today. <laughs> I'm so sorry, people. Whew. What's in What's in the box? Can't believe I didn't go there first. So? So? I was about to say, so did I, so did I but... I, <laughs> Are you feeling all right? I have no idea. Have you been unwell? No. So, as we record this episode, we're in the middle of a storm, and I'm wondering whether there's some sort of magnetic storm like, going on within this storm that's messing with your equilibrium somehow? It's got me in a deep funk. Maybe you should have a rum, sir. Yes. I've, go on. Others in the village had been made aware of what the fishermen had found. And an old man had come... (laughs) Jesus Christ! He did what? No wonder she wasn't healing very well. Although I suppose, carp ADM. (laughs) (laughs) So fucking bad. Oh, I apologise, probers. And an old man had come to see... And he had a theory. I just saw her and came. <laughs> She's got some sort I've of... got a theory. She's got magic power in that box. One glance <laughs> and old men can't help themselves. Imagine that. Someone actually had that power. You're walking through the town centre doing a bit of shopping. Someone walks past you with that box. You're just like... Alright, let me get back to this theory. His theory was that the woman from the Utsurobune was actually a princess from another realm entirely. There's salmon not right about this. <laughs> I, I try not to laugh. But this, oh. <laughs> she married in her homeland. <laughs> Fucking salmon not right. <laughs> uh, it's because we're so in tune with each other. You're skating on thin ice here. (laughs) She married in her homeland, but had an affair with a townsman after she had married. What? He he explains that this was a huge scandal and caused her her lover to be killed and her to be banished from home. 
the town drunk has just started telling people bullshit about this lady. You may be wondering why she escaped the same punishment as her lover. Well, it's because she had lots of sympathy. The object in the box? What's in the box? The head of her lover. That's where they got it from. You may think that this is a pretty far-fetched and out there thing. But in the past, a boat washed up ashore at a nearby beach and within it was a woman along with a small board with a head pinned to it. Uh, I'm confused by that last sentence, sorry. Are you saying it happened again? It happened before. That's why the elder... Oh, so he's come up with that theory because it happened in the past. So they're used to random Scottish people rowing up on the... (laughs) Think of this poor lady. uh, She's just chilling in her boat. And then suddenly random aliens dropping out of the sky. A couple of Nippon fishermen have just (coughs) tied her up and yanked her to their shore and brought her back to their village like she's some kind of prize. Poor lady. Right, hold on. So he's applied someone else's story to this lady, basically. Yes. And everyone's got along with it. Man, olden people were stupid. What a... This is a whole town at this point. Bonkers. Where did I think her home was? Scotland. Another realm. That could be anything. (laughs) At no point have they said space yet. Fifth realm. Seventh realm. Where's one through four, then? Maybe they already know about those. All right. Crack on. Since it was tradition to expose these boats to the sea and let their destiny be what it should be, plus the villagers being afraid, the fishermen repaired the boat, took the young lady back to it, and let her drift away. (laughs) (laughs) They basically sent her to her death. Jesus Christ, oh my God. Gosh! They also may have been trying to save themselves money, as allegedly, truthfully, it would have cost a lot to investigate where the woman came from and her origins. Why do they need to know? Why couldn't they just, like, let her live in the village, if that's what she wanted? And there is a picture of uh, the lady with her Utsuro Bune. This lady looks like she's thinking, Hey, you've got some place to go? <laughs> Okay, um, yeah, she's in... I forget what those types of dresses are called, but traditional Japanese... That's not a kimono. Just looks like a dress. She's in a dress with traditional Japanese patterns on it. Flowers. Traditional Japanese patterns, and she's holding the box, which looks too small to have a severed head inside, unless it was a very small person's head. That's disturbing. I must admit, that doesn't really look like a boat, though. It's kind of like a imagine spaceship. Imagine a typical flying saucer, only the bulby bit on the top is more elongated, so it comes up higher. Mm. So elongated spaceship. It could also be a submarine escape pod. In 1803. Yes. People love to experiment. This was the Industrial Revolution. Ume no Chiri. Excuse you? March 24th, 1803, at the Haritaro Nohama beach, a strange boat washed ashore. 
It reminded the witnesses of a rice pot. I'm getting deja vu. It was coated in black paint and had four little windows on four sides. The windows had bars and were clogged with tree resin. What? The bottom of the boat was protected with what looked like iron, which at the time was the highest quality metal in the West. Have I just time-slipped? Inside the Utsura I feel like a fish out of water here. They found two unusually soft carpets. Carp. It's... And more fabrics. Cakes, kneaded food and meat, along with a decorated cup and ornaments no one could identify. Along with. Along with, and we have a picture here of... <laughs> Will Ferrell and I can never remember this other guy's name. Yeah, exactly. Oh, John C. Riley. That's the one. Splash, splash, bitch. We're taking baths, bitch. Glorious. What they really found was a beautiful young woman whose skin was white as snow. Her long hair dangled smoothly down her back and her face is described as indescribably beautiful. She held a small box which she wouldn't allow anyone to touch. I'm so... It's like you've just... How long have you been here? (laughs) These are two versions of the story. Ah. And as you can tell, there are small, minor details which Mm -hmm. are different. Probably due to second, third, fourth and even fifth hand news. Fake news. Now this is the part of the probe we call science and scepticism. In 1844, this is when the first historical investigations of the Utsurobune incident took place. A book by Kanamori Kinken, Kinken? titled Roshia Bunkenroku, Nippon, Records of Seen and Heard Things from Russia. Russia? This book describes Russian clothes and hairstyles. It states that Russian women have natural red hair and that their clothes were similar to that of the lady in the boat. There is also talks of a method at the times that women would dust their hair with white powder. Intriguing. The investigator, Koyukute, believes it's possible that the woman could have been of Western descent. He's also not too happy with the drawings of the boat as it doesn't really match the descriptions that they were verbally given. I must say, I don't recall you describing a saucer in your descriptions, yet that picture. (laughs) As for the writing inside the boat, he believes he may have seen something similar on a British whaler that had been stranded. A British whaler? Why would only one female be on a British whaler in 1803. No, he's saying that he may have Oh, he saw something similar. similar. So it could have been a British boat then if it was something similar, maybe? Because British and Russian writing are not the same. Similar. If you look at um, Japanese and Chinese, to us they look similar, but to them there's n- they could be completely different. Okay. So You're... to them looking at Russian and English... They could look similar. You're being quite a stickleback here, so I'm going to let you have that one. Crab on. I'm really stretching now. (laughs) 
1925 and 1962, further investigations were done by ethnologist and historian ethnologist shut up (laughs) (laughs) colonel Yanagida Kunio he states that round boats weren't anything new in Japan but with the western design the metal protective plates the glass windows make it sound more exotic he believes that older versions of this event, which were described as circular open log boats with no dome top, were changed to stop skeptics picking holes in the event, and that's why he thinks the Western details were added. Dr. Kazuo Tanaka is a professor for computer and electronics. He investigated the original scripts and thinks the links between the Utsurabune and a modern UFO are too far-fetched. The Utsurabune simply drifts along the sea. It doesn't fly or change direction unless the sea changes its direction. He also found out the locations that the boat were found are actually fictitious. He believes that this event is that of folklore and imagination. The place didn't exist. Within the ufology circles, there have been parallels between the symbols found on the Rendlesham Forest UFO and the symbols found within the Itsurabune. The same symbols have allegedly truthfully been found in caves accompanied by odd drawings of figures. And it's also alleged that the assumptions made by an historian or ethnologist have been ignored by those within the UFO community. So I'm going to ignore most of what you said for just a second. Something that makes me suspicious is that this happened in 1803 and they didn't investigate it at all until 1844. Mm -hmm. That's quite a long time. It's quite a time jump. Yeah, lots of things could have changed in the details in that time. That makes it slightly less credible. Interesting that there were similar symbols in Rendlesham. (laughs) But you make some compelling arguments against yourself in mentioning that this thing was floating in the water. It didn't drift off into the air. It wasn't a submergible UFO, for example. This was literally a boat. You say I'm making compelling arguments against myself. Yeah. I'm simply here to bring the facts. This is your case. Aren't you invested in it? I'm here to investigate it and bring you the facts. I'm not here to persuade you either way. I'm just here to tell you as it is. I, I can imagine like you have you have <laughs> you have a child and they take up boxing, for example. You go to a boxing tournament, everyone else is cheering on their children. You're like, it may be my child. I'm just here for the fights. Your child's getting pounded in the face and you're just like, yeah, not invested. Are you saying that this probe should be my child? I'm saying that you should you should care about your content. Every it, every episode, you should be stretching for that yes. I mean... But also telling me the absolute truth so that I don't look a fool. <coughs> I've been nothing but nice to you this episode. I, I've got to be honest, actually. I'm a little bit disappointed that this has taken quite a turn and looks quite in doubt at this point because I, I don't know why. I was 
quite enjoying this episode and I was thinking, there's nothing here to say that this isn't aliens. This is just a nice old Japanese story. I'm into it. And now you're tearing the rug out from under me. This is an alien spaceship with a female alien inside. I'm, I'm squidding in the ice at this point. That was too far. <laughs> so to summarise, we have the tale of fishermen found an odd boat slash craft adrift at sea. Inside it contained a woman, the likes that they'd never seen before, with hair they'd never seen before, speaking a language they'd never heard before, and inside the craft slash boat was writing they'd never seen before. Was this an alien spacecraft that had crash-landed with human inside? An elder believed that it was a woman who had committed adultery and was cast adrift with the head of her lover within the box that she wouldn't let go. Greybeard. Was it an alien? Or was it an adulterer? That adultery theory was absolutely plucked out of thin air, and that's possibly even less likely than the alien theory. So I don't like that you're trying to make me choose between those two concepts, and not the fact that this was just a case of someone washed up from another country that these village folks were not familiar with, and they didn't want to investigate who it was or pay for them to remain with them. So what you're saying? So they just sent them back out to sea and sacrificed them to the sea gods, essentially. <laughs> is that it was an adulterer? No. <laughs> so an alien then? No. Was I'm going she, for hidden an option number three. <laughs> was she an alien to them? Ah. So she was actually in the law's eyes an illegal alien. Were there boundaries at that point? Well, there was countries at that point. Yeah, but I mean, could you just waltz in and just be like, hi? You must I mean, have if she been just, able if to. If she just waltz into the village and the village took her in. Um, I'm thinking back to um, the colonial times, people leaving the UK for America and the country. Oh, they yeah. had to get permission. But and if the village just accepted her, would she be illegal? Would she still be an alien to them? They didn't accept her. They sent her back out to sea. So was she an alien? She was an illegal alien, but she was so not of extraterrestrial origin. What you're saying? What I'm saying is she was not. But <laughs> she was not an adulterer. It... <laughs> you haven't got me on the line what? here. <laughs> no, I've not taken the bait. I really Say wish it. I knew some other fish. <laughs> Probers, <laughs> I cannot say that this was aliens. It was simply an adulterer. What, <laughs> no, don't be so judgmental. This person was a lover, no. not a fighter. That's okay. We don't have this, any evidence to suggest they were tied down in a marriage. This was clearly just someone who had been... I don't know if they'd been sent off adrift or they were just out in a boat one day and the sea just took them further than they could... Although they had a lot of food and stuff with them. I suppose Russia would be a closer travel. Maybe they just got lost at sea. Yeah. They were trying to go somewhere, lost their oar, so couldn't steer themselves, and they were just left adrift. Now that I think about it, travelling all the way from Scotland to Japan via sea does sound a little bit <laughs> unlikely. Russia is probably a better shout. So, yeah, for me, this is not aliens. This is just a Russian at sea. 
more likely a Russian at sea, but someone just at sea adrift. Shame. It's two no's. It is indeed. It's not aliens, but an enjoyable tale. Also, not necessarily based in any facts whatsoever. No, <laughs> it could just, could have be just been a fairy tale. But a really nice piece of. Although, what's the moral of the folklore? Usually, olden tales have kind of a point to them, don't they? I can't detect any point to this one. Don't listen to old men. But then the old man was wrong. Was believed, and they sent oh. the lady back out to sea, likely to their death. It doesn't feel like there's a go. lesson to be learned. I was about to say, don't go looking to strangers for help. But she didn't go looking. They just, they took her in. They, they took her in yeah. and then just like booted <laughs> they, they her out. They sued that boat and... <laughs> they were like, here, come with us. Oh, go away. <laughs> we'll save you. <laughs> ah, Bye. We don't want to pay for you. Bye-bye. So thank you for joining us on this probe. And also apologies. I have no idea what the hell is going on with me today. You're, you're acting all suspicious. I also apologise for his terrible fish jokes. Uh, it's a stretch to call them jokes. I'm just trying to give our listeners some gills. What? I I knew the word gills was coming there. <laughs> I just knew it. Well, my, my jokes are running pretty thin. Thank you for joining us for this probe. You can find us on Facebook at But It Was Aliens. You can find us at our Facebook group, <laughs> Extraterrestrial Towers. <laughs> we are on... The Twitter. Uh, um, do you know what? You, you're not even going to do it. You can find us on the Twitter. The Twitter! At But It Was Aliens. You can find us on Instagram at But It Was Aliens Podcast. And we are also on Patreon. Where we side probe forward slash, but it was aliens outside of the extraterrestrial from Rasputin's dick to wandering <laughs> we, dogs. We've covered a fair few episodes on the Patreon but, at this point. We always mention <laughs> Rasputin's dick. That's clearly left a mark on us. Sure, maybe, but, for, maybe for Christmas one year, we should release that episode to like the wider world for free. I don't know why, but it just sounds satisfying saying Rasputin's dick. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, I did used to just drop that term into lots of early episodes <laughs> just to see if you ever mentioned it. No. And I thought you just I like saying we, it. We probably cut it several times. What is Because it just didn't flow with the conversation, obviously. <laughs> anyway, thanks again, Provers. Yeah, thank you and Rasputin's dick. Remember, the truth is up there. Do you remember what it looked like? I'm not going to ruin the episode for everyone because there is a description of it in it. I'm coming for your butt.